Hello again, everybody. Uh, my name's Benjamin Arts. This is the What's and All podcast. This is uh, where I get to uh, share some experiences over my lifetime, my 42 years of epic failures or 10,000 ways that didn't work, and then many of my successes to hope that you can learn from me and uh, hopefully not make the mistakes that I've made and uh, grow and evolve your soul and your life and yourself in general for, for the better. So today's podcast is on my addictions and depression. So growing up in a single mother home with uh, five kids, we weren't the most affluent family in the world. I'm not saying we were poor, but I'm not saying that we, we had a lot of money. So um, we basically, you know, and from what I can remember, we used to have a good, nice big meal on a Sunday, and then the rest of the week we would end up having just sort of leftovers and breakfast cereal. So we ate a lot of breakfast cereal. Now, it's a good gap filler, so to speak, but uh, if you do your research on all breakfast cereals these days, uh, they're basically forms of wheat, which potentially can be very toxic for the body and the brain, and break us down into glucose, into sugar. Now, we didn't have the, the, all the fruity ones with the funny different colors and stuff like that. We had a thing called wheat bix and corn flakes, um, and we were allowed to add sugar to these things. Now, they're already sugar, and then when you have low-fat milk or milk in general, it's basically sugar and water. So you got sugar and sugar, and then I was adding more raw sugar to uh, these things. So sugar became my addiction from early on. Um, I had a massive sweet tooth. Uh, Mum had weight issues when she was younger, so she was always trying to feed us organic stuff. So even the organic stuff, it was wheat, it was brown breads, but bread in general is still not great for the body. Uh, don't get me wrong, some people can eat bread and have no issues um, and some people can eat, just look at bread and they put on body weight and they have a lot of uh, issues and things like that. So, if funny enough, my sugar addiction also um, correlated into my brain chemistry. So, if you've ever met anyone who's had depression, I can tell you right now that I've never met anyone who has had depression or going through depression who has a very healthy diet. Most of these people will have a highly processed food diet. They'll have a lot of soda in their diet or, or you know, soft drink um, and a high sugar diet. Now, the sugar affects our brain chemistry. It will, it's, it's uh, more addictive than cocaine. It actually lights up the same amount of brain hemispheres as what cocaine is done, what cocaine does uh, to the brain. So it's highly addictive and um, it has a massive effect on our moods and energy levels. So, Growing up, I was always tired. Um, I always had mood issues. I was always reactive. And I was always in a state of depression. I felt good and then I'd be depressed. And looking back on reflection, I can correlate that all through my diet. I used to get up in the morning and have my breakfast cereal, ride my bike to school, and I wanted to sleep all day. And that's because my blood sugar levels were ridiculously high. And there's a hormone called insulin that tries to balance out your blood sugar. And the insulin would kick in and uh, try and push my blood sugar down. And because I didn't have an outward reflection of a body fat or a sugar addiction, but my moods, my energy, uh, my mental side of things uh, was, a, was a classic result of uh, a sugar addiction. So uh, people would find me uh, difficult to handle and that's because of my sugar addiction and that was because of my depression. Um, so these things had a massive correlation to everything I do. And then 
When I was old enough and able to uh, buy it myself, I became a Coca-Cola addict. And, you know, for me to drink, you know, six cans of Coke a day uh, was a very common thing. And like I said, once, because I didn't have an outward reflection of, um, of body fat, of a, of a high sugar diet, I never thought there was a problem. But I never associated it to my brain. Um, I never associated it to my, to my moods. Also, uh, throughout my junior football career and even my senior football career, because um, I was still drinking sodas up until, you know, age 30, 35, until I sort of really woke up to it. Um, and what was the cause? But I, I always suffered with, a, well, not suffered, I always had a lot of soft tissue injuries. I was always breaking down, and I could never work out why. And I remember my older brother saying to me uh, when I was in my senior career, and um, I'd almost finished playing, and... I mean, I, was, I looked amazing. I had a fantastic physique on me, but I was a, a hot mess on the inside. And he said, you were the most, un and my brother, older brother said to me, and it was in the middle of a grand final. And uh, I was telling him, I got this sore, I got that sore, that. And he goes, you are the fittest, un fittest looking unfit guy I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and he was spot on, you know. Uh, I, he was absolutely spot on. I actually had a good laugh about it. And uh, then I probably had a cry about it because I was in so much pain. But it was all through inflammation, um, through poor dietary habits, and I was a classic case of a person who physically could out-train a poor diet, but uh, in, in, in looks department, but uh, mentally and also in aches and pains and soft tissue issues and body breaking down, I couldn't. I, my body was just, I was, I was just not feeding my body um, and my brain everything it needed. So. It was also because my blood sugar swings were so high, it was causing stress issues, so it was causing hormonal issues. So over the course of my life, I've had uh, erectile dysfunction, uh, no libido at all, which has also caused even more. And, and this was at a young age, you know? So this is at, in my mid-20s, and then in my early 30s, I had um, the same issue. And, you know, I had partners, uh, girlfriends at these times, and. Um, my issues of not wanting to have sex uh, dramatically affected their security within themselves and how they felt about themselves. And, you know, they were beautiful women. They had nothing wrong with them. Uh, even, you know, I've suffered it in my marriage as well. And it's all been because of stress and poor dietary habits. Um, and it's amazing when uh, you are highly stressed how easy it is to fall back into bad habits and create those addictions once again. So to any of the partners that I had in those years where I was having these issues, I apologize. Um, I've got great wisdom now. I don't know how to fix things and address things and call myself on my own shit. But uh, my sugar addiction uh, and depression all correlates together. You know, it's, it's all the same thing because also this sugar uh, starts affecting your hormones and the release of these hormones and, um, and also the connections. So it's, it's, all, it's all intertwined. Um, you know, and then when you're having erection dis uh, dysfunction and you're having poor libido, uh, that affects your brain chemistry or your emotional self, your self-worth, your belief in self, your depression gets even further lower. So um, it's a vicious cycle that can all be fixed. And um, I did it twice in my life. Um, I think it was when I was... Uh, 20, 25, 26, it was more of a zinc deficiency. My diet was still poor, but I was able to uh, increase my zinc levels and uh, that fixed the issue, but I didn't fix my diet. And it wasn't until I was about 32 uh, when uh, a friend of mine, my best friend in Australia, Ben Kant, he told me, you eat, what did he say? He said, you eat more sugar in one meal than I have in a month. <laughs> and he was the one who actually uh, handed me the book 
what was it? Uh, primal Body, Primal Mind. And uh, it was all about the paleo diet. And I learned about what I was doing to myself through my eating habits. I learned about uh, more of a caveman diet. And uh, funny enough, it was uh, I got great results within a week. I lost a lot of body weight. I started sleeping a lot better. Um, my hormone level went through the roof. I, my libido went through the roof. And I stayed on uh, a paleo sort of a, a diet style for a good five, six years. And um, the only reason why I fell off it is because I moved to the United States. I got a job. I was doing very well, um, but I was highly stressed and I was overworking myself and I became a caffeine junkie. And then my libido crashed and bang, I went back to old habits and, um, and bad ways. And it's taken me about uh, four or five years to, to wake up to myself and, and, and break these things. And uh, yeah, I fell back into a poor diet style and eating habits. And um, it's only been the last six months to a year where I've improved my sleep and improved my diet. And as a 42-year-old, I'm uh, on my well, well on my way back to being a healthy individual um, and, and correcting all the stuff-ups that I've done to myself once again. So that addiction is always there. I'm always a Coca-Cola sugar addict, um, but I do very well every single day to fight the beast. Um, and, and it's constant maintenance. I've got to remind myself um, that I don't want to fall back into old ways. And I'm very committed to my goals and my path and healing my body and uh, teaching and educating other people about my pitfalls so they don't uh, go down the same track. But any of your hormonal balance imbalances, your brain depression issues, your body fat issues, all can be fixed. I'm not saying the paleo diet is the one that's going to fix you. It's what worked for me. Um, I've also done ketogenic diets and they did very well for me. Um, I just find that my body these days um, doesn't respond very well to sugar. A little bit of carbohydrates is fine for me, but the sugar uh, is what destroys me. It destroys my sleep, it destroys my body, it puts body fat on me and things like that. So I have to be very mindful about uh, the sugar intake that I do. And it's also a very wise choice because um, not to eat the sugar because I'm also, it, it affects my brain chemistry. It affects um, how I feel and uh, my emotional state, my energy levels. So. Um, Yes, so it's always a constant addiction and it's all correlated and it's all uh, put in together. But I hope this helps other people understand. If you have questions, please let me know. I'm pretty well researched and uh, knowledgeable about all this sort of stuff. I'm just giving people a little bit of tidbits because I don't want this podcast to go for too long. But uh, when it comes to nutrition, I'm pretty darn good and I can uh, fix most people's bodies. Uh, for whatever their, their goals are, but when it comes to mood and uh, body fat and hormonal imbalances, you know, uh, I can help people dramatically. So I hope that helps. I hope that shared some wisdom to uh, hopefully help other people to get on track, change their lives. Uh, please understand that there's nothing you can't do and there's no you can't fall too far where you can never come back from. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you guys again. I enjoy doing this. Thank you for listening. Uh, please share, please spread the word. I love you, I appreciate it, and I look forward to the next one. Bye-bye.